Welcome to WHCC Pro, presented by White House Custom Color, your photography and press printing partner. Hello everybody and welcome. We're so excited to be here with you today. My name is Matt and I'm the Client Success Manager here at White House Custom Color and we are sitting with the wonderful Chrissy <laughs> Abbott. We're thrilled to have you here today. Thank you. But before we get into our conversation, just a couple reminders. Um, if you have not subscribed to the WHCC YouTube channel, make sure and do that. We're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff um, leading up into the holidays plus everything that's on there already. So make sure and hit that subscribe button so you get notified um, where we're going to go live and special events that are coming up. Also, we're on Instagram at WHCC Pro, so make sure and follow along on there. And for all the product details, anything you want to know about um, the lab and uh, what we're doing here, make sure and check out WHCC.com. So, thank you for being here. You are very welcome. I have been looking forward to this. So, like I said, Christy Abbott. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm honored to have you sitting here today. We've uh, been working together now for probably four years. Oh, I think or even so. five years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's been awesome. So I would like you to tell people in your words like who you are. We're gonna we're gonna talk about all oh, kinds hey. of stuff, but let's just hear about you and your your business background, your art background, and how you really combine those two together. Yeah. Um so I I'm originally from Sydney, Australia, so that's okay. the, the funny accent yep. people will probably <laughs> notice along the way. Um, you know, when I was five, Matt, I wanted to be an artist. You know, that was that was the dream. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, when you're growing up, my parents were incredibly supportive. But there's this, um, you know, how do you do that? And you hear the yeah. term struggling artist all the time. Right. And my business, you know, my parents were entrepreneurs. Okay. So they I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. they own their own business. My dad started in 1980 and my mum joined in 86. Okay. And then, um, you know, so I saw this couple growing this business and working hard, but then also enjoying, you know, a great lifestyle. And so I was very influenced by that. So yeah. I'm like, I want to travel. I want to have a fancy clothes and a lovely <laughs> life. So I'm like, maybe an artist isn't for me. But then, um, you know, so I really went this interesting route of going into design school, um, you know, getting a degree there, learning a lot of graphic skills. Yeah. And then I ran off to Europe for a few years. I was going to go get a job there and ended up in hospitality and then came home broke. And my parents <laughs> were like, all right, you're joining the family business. So I joined the family business thinking for three months and ended up there for a decade. Wow. But what was fantastic is that I learned how a small business worked. Okay. And I was across all of the aspects of that business from operations to marketing to cash flow. And I really learned what was involved. And um, But after 10 years, the artist in me was dying to get out. Right. And I I quit my job. I'm like, mom and dad, I'm, I've had enough. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm running off to America. <laughs> you know? um, and so I did. I, I, I ended up in, in the States. And um, because it was much more affordable to live here than Sydney. Sydney is incredibly expensive. Mm -hmm. And what I found too is that Minnesota is incredibly supportive of the arts. And I, um, <coughs> but I think coming from business, I knew a lot about business, knew not a lot about art business. Right. And so those first two years was really spent um, understanding the market, finding great suppliers to work with, mm -hmm. um, uh, developing my style and my technique. And then really putting together a solid body of work that represented who I was. And I think that was really the foundation that was important in building. And then, I, you know, in 2015, things really started to, to take off. And that's where my business side and my business skills really helped 
I think make my business successful. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's so interesting to hear your your background and really how you started in yeah. business first. Oh, for you know, sure. So business first, art second. And that's know. what I often say to people. I said I'm I'm a businesswoman first mm -hmm. and and an artist by passion. You know, and that's right. I think that's at my soul. And then the training is in business. Yeah. You know. And you know, we we see that a lot in in photography mm -hmm. or you know, in photographers, studio photographers, portrait photographers. If, if business comes first, that's where the success lies, yeah. you know, and you're, you're not um, getting into this, like you said, the struggling artist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the reality is, I mean, there, there are thousands of amazing artists in the world mm -hmm. and, um, and some of them it just never even get discovered. Right. And what, what allows them to be discovered, and I think a lot of it is their network, you mm -hmm. know, that certainly helps, but it's their ability to get out, to talk to people, to understand um, what's happening in the world, you know, and how to get involved in that and really tell your story. Right. So as long as we're talking about business, kind of yeah. to start with here, so around the room we have yeah. wonderful pieces of your art, yeah. um, many of which have very famous people yeah. as a subject matter. From a business perspective, do you ever run into licensing issues or permissions or things like that with any of your, your art? Yeah, I mean, you know, <coughs> I, obviously, you know, it is a sticky subject and some people, um, you know, we're very protective of our work and our copyright yep. and our imagery. Um, I try to be absolutely respectful of that. And, um, you know, it was something I tread into very lightly because I never wanted to get into hot water. Right. In, in business, we were actually, um, we went through a litigation case and it was one of the most terrible things I ever experienced. And mm -hmm. so I was just like, I never want to do that again. Right. Yep. So I did, I approached an attorney and really showed them my work and what I was doing with my work. Mm -hmm. And um, what, what I really, well, I guess, is different about my work is I'm not taking a direct photograph. I'm not taking just one image. I'm actually creating a very artistic interpretation of a person or a place or a theme. Yeah. And that is actually lending a whole new life form to it. Right. And so in the eyes of licensing as an artist, I am actually bringing, you know, the, a whole lot of artistic degree. Right. You know, so that, I still will send letters to all of my, you know, the people that I'm creating pieces of and be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yep. You know, I hope you enjoy it. I'm a fan. I mean, and that's, right. I think that's at the heart of everything I make is that it's either um, a desire for me to create, I mean, Atlantis. Right. I am a huge Alanis fan. Yep. So this and you were just at a couple concerts I was, that you did. I, I <coughs> have gone and seen her in Austin. I've seen her in Minneapolis. Um, you know, I, I would follow her all over the... I wanted right. to go see her in Australia with my big sister because <laughs> we were fans together. But, um, you know, it's really creating a... You know, I want to tell a story about them right. and their life because um, they're icons and they're major artistic influences to so many people yes. so to bring them to life in my way I think um, that's something I really try to do um, with a lot of respect and also with a lot of artistic ingenuity right yeah. I love how you said that you bring them to life in your way yeah that's, that's really cool yeah um, so for those of you that are just joining us um, we are sitting here with the wonderful Christy Abbott mm -hmm. and just a reminder if you haven't subscribed to the WHCC YouTube make sure and do that follow along on Instagram at WHCC Pro 
and any answers to questions that you have about products, you can find at WCC.com. Um, you're going to definitely want to make sure and subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're going to be doing lives for the next four weeks in a row. Next week, we're actually going to be focused on mini sessions and product packages that go with that. So make sure and hit that subscribe button. So let's dig into the artistic side yeah. of this, okay? Um, I have lots of questions for you. Oh, please. So <laughs> we're going to start off with some of the steps in the process. Okay. Okay. So huge question to begin with. How do you, how do you start? Whew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So 70, you know, and I often say to people, 70% of the work is actually in the concept development. And okay. um, I think one of the things I love learning and I love, I always, um, as a kid, my mom said, you know, I used to come home from school and just sit down and, and do my homework straight away. And for me, it's this, it's this understanding um, a person and getting into their life. Um, you know, I, I did, you know, a lot of the icons that I create, I study them in great depth. I watch documentaries, I, you know, will watch over and over, you know, um, you know them performing um, and read their histories. And then it's really gathering all of that information. So once I've kind of got an idea of them mm -hmm. or the theme or whatever I'm working on, I will then start collecting that imagery. Okay. And so I'm pulling imagery from all over the world, whether it be, um, you know, cryptic. I love being cryptic and funny in, mm -hmm. in the imagery that I use so it's not so obvious. Yep. And then I build um, a digital version of each of my pieces. Okay. And that is where my design um, skills came into play. So I, I do this in Photoshop where I'm masking off areas and, and building sometimes a 300 layered digital file. Wow. And that will include all of this hidden imagery. And then once I'm happy with kind of how that looks, I then start the actual production. Wow. And that entails printing my hidden imagery onto all my specialty papers. And um, so what people may not realize about my work, Matt, is it's all primarily made from paper. So it's thousands of pieces of hand cut paper and that imagery is printed on that, sealed, and then everything is hand cut and then put together like a giant complex jigsaw puzzle. Wow. Yeah. So that takes you, what, a couple hours? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just to clarify too, so everybody knows, that file that you're building in Photoshop is not where you're printing from. No. That is just for your own... Guide. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really awesome. So let's talk about your little hidden secrets. Yes. Within, because I think this is so fun. So um, we are lucky enough to own two of your pieces. Yeah. And um, I loved, I took the map when I, when I got the Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Um, it's called I Am Minnesota. I Am right? Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. And I looked at all of that and I found all those those intricacies within it. I thought that was so cool. So yeah. explain to us how you do that and I think more importantly, why. Okay, so as, as a kid, I loved Wes Waldo books. Do, okay. do you call them Wes Waldo or Wes Wally? Yep, yep. Okay. Wes Waldo. Well, okay. yep. mm -hmm. So I, I love this um, hunting down and, and discovering things and even spot the difference puzzles and um, jigsaw puzzles. And so for me, it's that I love that secondary layer of interest. Okay. And so it, um, and interesting, so the first piece that I ever did hidden imagery in, um, I, I'd done a pinup series where I okay. didn't have any imagery and it was all about the beautiful papers and fashion and, and these women representing different burlesque and pinups from the last century. 
And then I was doing another show and everyone's like, oh, when are we going to see, you know, Madonna and Marilyn and Audrey and all of these fabulous, wonderful women. And I, like, I have two weeks. There's no way I can do all of these portraits in two weeks. So that's when I'm like, that's really when I came up with this idea of creating all of the, this interest within one portrait. Mm -hmm. So I took a portrait of Audrey Hepburn and I hid 18 other women in her hair, her eyes, her clothing. And that was really the birth of this style of, of artwork that I create. That's so cool. And um, yeah, so, but, but the imagery and what I love doing is I love doing commission pieces. So um, for example, I've, I've um, become kind of the artist for the United Health Group. Whenever they have a retiring board member, um, I get to create the retirement gift for that board oh, member. That's really cool. And so what they'll do is they will send me pages of information about this person's life, their career, um, where they love to travel, what they like to eat, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. Hmm. And then I will spend, you know, weeks to months building this collage about their life. And um, that's just so fun. So it'll be where they went to high school. Um, you know, and so I've done pictures of, you know, people on the Riviera with the scenes of Italy with, you know, the Kentucky Derby horses, you know, racing through the mountains right. while they're eating oysters <laughs> and drinking whiskey, you know. So, yeah. you know, so that's like taking it away from the pop culture element and really applying it to someone's life. And that's, hmm. so for me, it's it's, what, what imagery can I include to really connect with this person and to tell a story about who they are and where they've been yeah. and what they do? What a cool thing. I mean, it, I was just processing as you were talking about yeah. that. It's like a novel of somebody's life yeah. as a piece of art. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then these pieces get presented <laughs> to them at their retirement dinner along with the map. And okay. then they get to take this home and I've, I've received cards from many of these people and they're like, oh my God, this is the most sentimental piece of art I've ever received. And That's every time people come over you know, to their home, they'll be able to admire this piece and then go through the map and learn about them right. too, which is really cool. That's so cool. It's one of the coolest things I've ever heard, honestly. Mm. So um, we did put, I believe this has been up yeah. on the screen, but I do want to show the camera here in case you missed out on that. So yeah. this is a typical example of your, your map. Yes. And yeah. it's going to break down. So we're actually going to talk about IM80s here yes. in a little bit, but this actually breaks down all the pieces and and where the inspiration comes from and who it is and what it is yeah. and all the things. I mean, it's a it's an amazing way to do that. And I can't imagine, I didn't even know about your 300 layer Photoshop document. <laughs> I can't imagine the time it takes to pull this together. Yeah, it's, it's a, and as I said, like 70% of the work is easily in this concept stage. Okay. Um, you know, and it's, I mean, it's fun. I yeah. love it. It's really exciting. That's really cool. So with your originals, um, yeah. you brought three different examples with you today that we're going to talk about in a bit here. What do you find is your standard size for an original? Are you doing really big pieces or do you do some small ones or how yeah. do you work that? So um, I try to mix it up a bit. I mean, I, I do find that I love to work in series and that okay. for me, um, you know, for example, like my IM series, this is a constantly growing series. Sometimes I'll add one new piece a year, sometimes two, um, and they are all 48 inches by 48. Okay. 
Okay. So they're large pieces. Um, and because there's just so much that I'm trying to communicate right. in them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I Am Woman is one of the pieces from that series as well. And this is um, all about women throughout history <coughs> that have been badasses and really, you know, broken the glass ceiling in their, in their area of expertise. Um, you know, we go into women's fertility and sexuality and then up, you know, Barbie and all of her different careers, which really inspired me as a young girl. Because yep. I'm like, oh my God, I can be anything. Yeah. You know, it was a really powerful message. And then up to really, you know, some strong messaging about our fight for equality. Yeah. And then obviously we have Rosie the Riveter. Yep. And then actually hidden in her eyes are my two sisters and their daughters. Oh. So it's kind of oh. like this full evolution of women and, and who we are. Um, but in then the Icon series, I typically in that series work 18 by 24. I find okay. it's a really nice portrait size, okay. um, you know, and they can kind of zoom in on their face and, um, you know, some of that cool stuff. But then I do um, very, in my animal series, I kind of worked in a grid form of feet. Okay. Um, but I, I, I don't know, I, it, it Just, really varies. Yeah, for but sure. But I tend to work, because all my work is created on a wood panel. So um, I am kind of is set by some of what, what I have access to. So, right. and I get all of those, they um, archival birch panels, artist panels, and they typically come in set sizes. So okay. that's kind of a bit of my guide as well. Awesome. Although I have had panels made for specific clients if they want a really large piece. Right. Yeah. Now I know the answer to this, but okay. I'm guessing that people following along don't. Yeah. Do you keep all these wonderful originals or do you actually sell them? <laughs> uh, you know, I wish I could yeah. sometimes. And there are some pieces that I just can't get, let go of. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, for me, it's like giving away, you know, a piece of me, but m making room for more. Right. So um, I love, love, love to see my pieces go to the right home. Mm -hmm. And it's so exciting. Um, when I meet someone that buys an original, um, we normally become friends. Actually, yeah, I'm sure. I, you know, because I'll normally go and I'll install the piece in yeah. their home, and um, you know, I tell them all about it, and, and becomes a you know story, and it gets passed on. So I easily, at least eighty percent of my originals get sold and go out into the world. Now, if I remember correctly, um, I was lucky enough to be at one of your um, shows. Yes. And it was your Warrior series. Yes. And if I remember right, um, a husband bought several of those for his wife as a surprise, and yeah. she didn't know about it until she came that night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So. Um, my, my Warrior series was a fantastically fun series. I really started from the ground up. I, all of the women were friends of mine. We did a um, photo shoot in my studio. We did hair, makeup, costuming. And then what was amazing about the opening um, exhibition is we hosted it at the Gamut Gallery, which is a fantastic local gallery in Minneapolis. Um, and then all of the women that were models came to the opening night in their full costuming. Mm -hmm. And so, and um, the woman that um, Cheryl that owns the, the collection, she came and she was just, it connected with her. You mm -hmm. know, there's these fantastic, beautiful women from all over the world. And so she brought her husband back to see the series and he didn't quite get it as much because he's <laughs> like, all right, you know, they're nice looking women. But <laughs> anyway, he, um, he did, he actually contacted the gallery not long before the show closed and said, are they available still? And he, um, he purchased them all. and. Oh. 
um, because they felt terrible separating them. They felt the series had to had to had go to together. together. Yeah, How and cool is that? so I've now actually been out <coughs> to their home. I think twice or three times to hang the series in their home as they've mm. renovated and mixed it up, and um, now they're in their great room and they're. They, f they look amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Such a cool story. Yeah. So let's talk about the originals. Yeah. And then also something that you brought with you today that I didn't even know existed, yes. which is really a cool hybrid. Yeah. Um, so um, we have two originals yeah. over here. Yep. So Actually three, because this and one. And three. Yeah. Yep, 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 exactly. Yep. So we have Alanis. We yes. We have I Am 80s. Yes. And then tell us about your hybrid, like what, yeah. what is the thought process behind that and who is who is that for in your market? Okay, <clears throat> so um, this goes back to, I guess, business, yep. you know, and understanding, um, you know, my price points and my clients and, um, and what I, you know, pr obviously prints are fantastic and reproductions are great, mm -hmm. but what, um, what really I think people enjoy about my work is the texture. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, and the paper does that with the, I use glitter papers, metallic papers, um, and this here, the I Am Woman, is a hybrid of a reproduction and an original. Okay. So the original of this piece sold, um, but I had a lot of people that were interested in a reproduction of it, and a large one, but they wanted to capture some of the, I guess, texture of an original piece. Yep, yep. So this here is an embellished canvas, and what I do is I have it, it's an archival canvas print that I then go in and embellish with um, papers that I used in the original artwork. So you'll notice her wristbands have been recreated, um, a lot of um, foil detailing on her breastplate, um, her lasso has yep. been, you know, glittered. And then what's really fun um, with this particular piece is a lot of um, the clients that buy this are badass women. Mm -hmm. And so I actually hide images of them in the piece. Oh, cool. So they can actually get a customized version of it. Um, this one I actually did very recently after um, Roe versus Wade was mm -hmm. overturned. So I've actually added that little blue element in her breast piece there as a unique element. Yep. So I try to keep each of these embellished canvases as a one-off too, because no two cool. are ever the same. Awesome. And just so everybody knows too, so that is a 40 by 40 um, gallery wrap that we produced here yeah. for Christy, and then she did all the embellishing over the top of it, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. And before we started um, the live today, you were saying that that's something, you know, from a uh, client perspective, it was a good uh, price point. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> so the original piece of this was 12000 mm -hmm. and then this is 2000 Okay. So it's a, it's a really nice kind of <laughs> you know, right. um, and then, you know, the, the print by itself is, um, you know, 1200. Okay. So it's, you know, it, it gives them that really nice sense of owning an original without having to shell right. out quite as much right, of an investment. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so cool. Um, now I want one. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get you on that. <clears throat> awesome. So <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about how you go from these wonderful originals yeah. to what we do here for you. Yeah, Because I think yeah, yeah. that that's, uh, that's come up in conversation several times um, with artists. Yeah. Like, how do you get your, your original to a file that prints wonderfully? Yeah. So can you tell us about that process? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you can imagine, these take quite a while to make. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I, I want them to be, each original to be rare and yeah. to be special. So, um, 
I, as I can only make a certain amount a year, it's kind of like, how do I then really sustain my business as an artist? Yep. And I also, what's important to me is having my art accessible to many people. Yep. I want people to be able to enjoy it, whether you know they make 20,000 a year or 200,000 a year. Mm -hmm. So I realized pretty early on that I wanted to get into reproductions, um, but I, I really wanted to capture a high quality product then create a high quality product. So I did a lot of research into what m attributes to a gicle print and mm -hmm. you know what adds to quality and really it starts with getting a great digital file. Mm -hmm. And so um, about eight years ago I started working with a group now called Imageworks in mm -hmm. the Casket Arts building in, in downtown or northeast Minneapolis okay. and they have a flatbed scanner and so they can take easily my four foot by four foot pieces, they lay them flat on their flatbed scanner and they go on top of them. So traditional scanners, you know, scan from below. Yep. This is scanning from above and it's actually taking hundreds of digital photos as it goes across. And what's very cool about that is that it actually captures the depth of it my does. paper. So these, I don't have any examples here, but sometimes I use feathers, sometimes I use fur in my pieces. Um, and what's amazing is I'll actually have people, even on my medals and my canvases, wanting to touch them. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like, no, this is an original. Yeah. And I'm like, I promise you, it's not an original. Uh -huh. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I think I, think I know. But And that really gives me this amazing, high quality digital file. Right. And I can even take that and often blow it up to three or four times the size of the original piece. Wow. So once I have that, obviously I'm able to pass it on to you guys and mm -hmm. um, you know I can print on a mug if I want. I can make beautiful Christmas ornaments, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, um, metal, you know, metal pieces, yep. Yep. yeah, all that kind of stuff, yeah. which is very cool. So those files have to be massive yes. when they're done. Um, so when you have that original file, mm -hmm. then you're sizing down to some of your standard sizes. Yeah. So do you find um, that you you have more popular sizes in the reproduction? Like, uh, I know that we've added a few sizes for you here. Yeah. Like, what are some of your more popular sizes as you're reselling your yeah. work? Yeah, <coughs> so again, it's really fine. The size um, is often dictated by the retail price. Okay. So. Um, you know, in prints, 11 by 14 is fantastic because okay. people know that if they buy an 11 by 14 print, they can get a frame for it very, very easily. Yep. So I try to really um, look at what's available in the market as far as framing. So if they're going to go away and buy that, even like my square pieces, I know that, you know, my 16 by 16 inch print is a really good size because they can go and get a standard size frame that fits that. Okay. Um, when it comes to my, my the metals, mm -hmm. uh, I have a small option, which I call my mini metal. Yeah. And that, that's a really nice price point. People can pick that up and then it can they can ship it all over the world. They can give us a graduation gift to someone going away for to yeah. a dorm room. Yeah. And then um, my icons, I tend to, the size you added for me was to mm -hmm. be true to the original piece, yep. so it's the same size as that. And then occasionally I'll get it, just a, a big fan yep. of that person that's just like, I want to blow that thing up. <laughs> so you guys work with me to, to really go larger on that too, and they look amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So we do have a couple of your medals yeah. here that you brought with today. And I'm going to let you hold on to that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to bring Jerry up here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Um, 
just to back up a little bit, so Christy was the 2018 featured artist for the Minnesota State Fair. Yes. And in 2019, you had a booth there. I did. Which you prepared for for months. Yeah, <laughs> and, months and months. And, and we did all of your metal prints, yeah. um, photo prints, yeah. all those things. And I'm gonna tell you, <clears throat> excuse me, you have so many fans here at the lab. <laughs> Thank you. Um, when we were doing your order, people were like, oh, these are so cool. We just love seeing the detail and everything. And I'm not sure if the camera can capture this. I know the, the reflection is probably going to be a little bit hard because this is a full gloss one. But it does look like you can almost like feel and touch all these things. I mean, the reproduction is just incredible. And like I was saying, this is a, a full high gloss white base metal, yep. um, and you prefer the float mount I on do. the back. I do. Yep. It travels <laughs> so, really, really nicely. Yep. So that is going to be the float mount on the back. It's, and it's very modern looking too, because you is. get that shadow and people love it. Yeah, for sure. And then you're holding onto one from your animal series, yep. and that is going to be a semi-gloss yeah. of this wonderful turtle. <laughs> oh, that, oh. And that is uh, a 14 by 14? This is by 12 by 12. 12 by 12. Okay, yeah. I should have known that. Yeah, <laughs> you're good, Matt. <laughs> so these are two of the examples of some of Christy's favorite things that she does in addition to photo printing. Yeah. And like you were saying, um, you know, your mugs and all the things. I mean, I've got some, were they pint glasses yes. that you gave us? Yes, from, from I Am Minnesota. So mm -hmm. um, we're honored to be able to work with you on those things. Oh, it's so you. fun to see everything come off of the printers. So I have like 14 more questions. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to have to speed up. I I'm think, getting a little married bit. Sunday. Oh, that's I right. can't be here yeah, too long. Yeah, we got to go fast. <laughs> so do you have a, a, set, a set markup that you'd be willing to share with us on, on a reproduction or just kind of a, a, an idea that you can give people? Yeah, I mean, I typically d like do an, two and a half times cost. Okay. I mean, that I find um, works really well for me. It, um, you know, because uh, what I've done now is it so I tried the state fair yeah um you know while the state fair is amazing and I went this year and I love it um and I love having my art a part of it uh, what I uh, you know going back to business I think what I what's important to establish as a business owner whether you're in art photography cookies is understanding your audience mm -hmm. and um, you know and what they're doing in a particular area like I do a lot I don't know if you're gonna get to this in a minute but art fairs mm -hmm. and yep. so that's where I tend to find is my audience and so where am I going with this um, <laughs> you know and that you know that, that, that um that the state fair was fantastic but you know it wasn't quite my jam right. but what I ended up doing was I ended up um, producing a lot of fantastic merch and mm -hmm. you know pine glasses and tote bags and that allowed me to go out and I now have a large retailer pool so mm -hmm. I um, I sell to Rose and Loon they're a fantastic store in Rosedale Mall and I have a few other retailers I work with and I think um, what I want to do is keep my pricing. This is where I was going with this, Matt. I've yeah. come back around. <laughs> full you know, is, yeah, full yeah. circle. <laughs> is that I want to have enough of a margin that I can sell it wholesale yeah. and maintain that same price with that retailer as I as they would pay if they bought from me. Got it. So that's that's been really important because now um, you know people. All they need to do is they go into a retail and they can jump on your website or. 
yeah. Etsy, and they can say, "Hey, they're selling it ten bucks cheaper." Right. You know, Why and then you're stealing it, it away from the retailer. So yeah. I um, I found that maintaining those relationships is super important. So keeping your price points the same across the board is is a good way to go. Yeah. So just staying completely consistent yeah. across all platforms. Yeah. So since you brought up your website, yeah. Do you do a lot of sales for your website, or has that is that more of a billboard of this is what I'm what I can do and these this is my activities yeah, and um, engagement. Years ago, I mean, I used to use Squarespace, which was fantastic. Um, right. But what I, what happened is that I've got a lot of diversity in the product offering that I that I go into, and so there, there wasn't a robustness with that website that I needed. I then switched across to Art Storefronts, okay. which is a which is a great platform specifically built for artists. Okay. Um, and what I find is that, you know, I, I make decent sales through there. It tends to be the higher priced items. Okay. So the larger metals, I sell originals on, on that platform. Um, but then Etsy has been a great place for me to sell. And that's okay. been, you know, um, that, that they work in conjunction with each other. And Etsy tends to be a hundred bucks and under, really easy to kind of move prints and, and that type of um, merch or that type of uh, reproduction. Right, and just so everybody listening knows too, I mean, we work with a lot of uh, people who are vastly successful on Etsy, mm. oh, you know, yeah. tremendously. So that platform must be very user-friendly. Uh, it is, yeah. and I think um, my, you know, my website I think is, is great. I mean, I spent weeks putting it together. What I don't have that Etsy has is, I mean, they've got an amazing team of people working behind them, just like your team here, yeah. um, that is really <coughs> geared at getting um, their, you know, their, their creators out there. Right. And so their marketing budgets are huge. They have a global reach. I mean, I sell to Europe and, mm -hmm. um, you know, Australia and, and Canada on Etsy. and. They, um, people will be going there really looking for something and they will be able to kind of pull from hundreds of people if they type in 80s artwork, right. you know, right. and then they're able to find me there where, you know, they may not have that same luck if they just go to Google and go, hey, I want to find this, right. you know, and my website will come up, you know. So Etsy, yeah. you know, is a fantastic platform for really a, a large reach. And there are some tricks to that, and there oh, are some sure great there tutorials. Are. Like you need to have fifty plus products, and you really need to kind of invest in that and refresh. But it is—it's a wonderful platform, and I love it. Yeah. It's been really good for me. That's awesome. Yeah. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, yeah? um, for your in-person and getting to know people and repeat clients, how much of your business is made up from that client? Yeah. So pre-pandemic. Um, I eighty percent of my revenue really came from art shows okay. and going around the country, um, certainly the Midwest, and doing art events. Um, there are some you know big outdoor art fairs held around the country, yeah. and so these are the your typical two day weekends um, where you go in, you set up your white booth, you mm -hmm. you put up your work, and you get a chance to really connect with people. Yeah. And I find. Um, Online, my, my work, I think, looks great, but people don't quite understand it. Yeah. Well, when they're able to see it in person, they understand the layering, the, the texture and the paper element to it, and that really helps my sales too. Definitely. And, and then, you know, you do get a lot of return 
customers coming back. Oh, we saw you last year. Right. Yeah. yeah what, what's, the, what's new this year? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they will they will add to the collection, and that's what's great about working in series too. Is that they'll be like, oh, I've got these. Yeah. Now I need this series. One. Now I need <coughs> to get this one. So that's really fun. Yeah. Totally. So just another quick reminder here, since we're getting kind of towards the end of our live today, uh, make sure and subscribe to the WHCC YouTube. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more fun things coming up towards the end of the year. There's tons of content out there, so you get notified when we're going to do live events. So make sure and hit that subscribe button. Follow along on Instagram at WHCC uh, Pro. And then if you have any questions about product sizing, options, all those things, WHCC.com is going to be the place to be for that. So a couple more questions for you. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So how does social media play a role in your business? I know you and I talked a little bit before. I think social media can be overwhelming, oh, but how yeah. does it work with you? Uh, I find um, I was a little hesitant to I, I guess to go into it because I think I was telling you too. I'm like I just don't think my life and what I do is that interesting. <laughs> but I think what's been really important is, um, and for me, I think my <coughs> real jump into it was during the pandemic yeah. and when um, our world became very small yeah. and we really relied on connecting through social media and. Um, it became a very, very powerful tool for me during that point. Um, in fact, with my God's Creatures series, I, um, in order to stay sane and motivated, I decided to undertake a challenge where I created a new piece of art every day for 91 days. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so three months <coughs> and um, I'm like, I don't want to do anything social, nothing political, yep. because the world was so that at the time. Right. So that's what um, had me going to animals, because I'm like, animals are beautiful. Yep. They're not at all mean. They're nice. <laughs> Everyone loves them. I know Monty. Uh, it's true. So and you know, I had lions <laughs> and tigers. And so there, there are some ferocious <laughs> animals out there. But... Um, so what I what I did is so I'd make the I, I recorded some videos ahead of time and just let people know I, I built up hype which I found was really important so I kind of set the stage yep. and then every day um, by midnight I would post that finished piece of art wow. and I posted it on Facebook and I posted it on my Instagram Graham page and what was fantastic was mo I mean and this was also motivating. Um, I sold over 80% of the collection before I was even finished. Wow. So, um, and then what would happen on social media too is that people would know that I was, because I, I did it in continents. So I started with Australia, then I did okay. North America, then I did Asia, South America. So people knew what was coming up and then they would often be like, hey, I've been, I'm mad about collecting snakes or I, I love pink flamingos. Can you please give me a heads up when the pink flamingo is coming up or... You know, I have a um, one of my favorite clients. He um, owns Geico offices in Vegas. Okay. And so he's like, "Hey, I want all of the animals that appear in Geico commercials." Oh, so fun. he, I would, you know, give him a heads up. Hey, I'm doing the pig today. Or hey, I've got the camel coming up, and I added a woodchuck for him. And oh, you fun. know, and so that was super, super fun. So social media was huge. Right. It really um, kept my business afloat. I would do some. I um, I did happy hours every. Friday, you know, Thursday with wine. I would, and That's I would awesome. let people know what I was working on. So it became this I think touchstone. We need to adapt that. Here. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves it when they get to drink wine with right. you. You know, great excuse. So it was, it was really important. And I think as I've, um, you know, I just came back from a year down in Texas. Yep. 
um, as I move around to b keep my clients and my, you know, my friends even, they be, a lot of them have become friends kind of abreast of what I'm doing and what I'm working on. Social media for me is an information tool. Right. And it really helps um, back up, I guess, my brand and my personality and then my artwork. And right. I think people um, build that connection. And I think that's, that's where it's really been instrumental to me and having my voice come through on those platforms. Right, that's so cool. Yeah. I, I just love that. I, I, I want to look back at all 91. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it was a lot. Yeah, I, I, can't. I drank a lot of red wine during that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So if you were going to <clears throat> go back. Yes. Um, coming out of the corporate world, Christy Abbott, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to go do this. If you could yeah. go back and tell that person, that version, some advice. Now oh. that you have all this experience and yeah. you are you have succeeded, what would that be? You know, I, Matt, I think the path that I took was actually pretty. You know, I think it, for me it was perfect. Um, and I and I do. You know, I will have artists that are really starting out come and be like, "Hey, what's your advice? And what can you, what you, can you tell us?" M one of my pieces of advice, hands down, is get your art out as soon as you can. You know, sign up for a show. Get, um, do, commit to doing a solo exhibition. Okay. Um, sign up for an outdoor art fair and scare the crap out of yourself. Because, <laughs> you know, I think it's really easy to love something and to have the passion for it. Um, but unless you, you know, if you really want to be successful, you've got to make money. Right. And to make money, you have to have a product that's appealing to people and they want to buy it mm -hmm. and they're willing to spend money on it. And you won't know that until you get it in front of people. Right. And for me, it's actually getting out there and getting in front of people and getting that initial feedback. And while sometimes that's really tough to hear, mm -hmm. um, it, you need to hear it because, right. you know, if, if your subject matter just sucks and people aren't identifying with it, it's not going to sell. Right. So you either need to go, hey, this isn't for me or, hey, maybe I need to reinvent this or, or change my subject matter. Um, and, and incorporate or go into something else that I'm passionate about that I can put out there. And keep trying and keep testing the waters and, um, and, and keep listening to what people are saying. Yeah, so basically to put that all in a nutshell, take a risk. Yes. Go do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and be okay with hearing what the feedback is. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. learning from that. You so. have to have a pretty thick skin. <clears throat> yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But that's, you know, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and everybody has a different interpretation. Yeah, and one know. person can love it, mm -hmm. and the next person, not so much. Yeah. And, and it's understanding that too. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what's important is, just like I said, the state fair was not necessarily, I, I don't think I will go back as a vendor because it just wasn't financially a great decision for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that going to a higher end fine art show is my jam, right. you know? And so it's understanding too, where is your market? Yeah. And where then, um, don't get disheartened if you go to an art fair and you don't sell anything. You just actually have to go, hey, maybe this just wasn't my wasn't target right. audience. Yep. You know, maybe I need to, you know, try again until you literally, you know, just yep. don't have the power to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, keep trying. Keep <laughs> trying. So I'm sure that <clears throat> people following along are very interested to find out more about you. So. 
where can people find you online? You have your website, you yeah. have your Instagram. Like, where? What are those those places? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think probably a great way to get a sense of me and my art is is Instagram. So mm -hmm. that's Christy Artist One. Okay. All these were set up before I really had a strong brand going on. I was just like, Instagram, is that really going to take off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. What is um, this thing again? Yeah, yeah. so Christy yeah. Artist One okay. um, and K-R-I-S-T-I. -I. Um, and that, you know, I'm populating that with process videos, um, you know, upcoming pieces of art. I also release a monthly newsletter that kind of lets people know where they can find me, what I'm working on. Cool. Um, you know, I, I often do private workshops where I can go in with a group of 10 people and I do a really fun two hour, let's make a collage together workshop so, cool. so I can do that. Um, so and then to, to sign up for that, they just go to my website, christyabbott.com. Okay. And they can do that. And then there's also galleries of my work there and examples of some of my commission pieces. And then, so of course, cool. Facebook. Yes. They're, they're my kind of, that's my go-to. Awesome. Yeah. So are you going to be at shows for the rest of this year? Or are you kind of done? Because I know mean, you've got a few things going on right I now. I do. <laughs> I do. So I just moved back from Texas in May. Um, I'm renovating a house. Yeah. Or up uplifting a house, we should say. Mm -hmm. I get married on Sunday. Yeah. And then I'm heading off on a honeymoon. Um, so I don't have any more big outdoor art fairs. Okay. However, I'm going to be doing a few Christmas markets over oh, the fun. winter, uh, yeah, coming into the winter. And then I'm hoping to, I normally hibernate in winter. So mm -hmm. winter I'm going to... As most of us in Minnesota do. I know, do. I mean, you kind of have to, don't you? <laughs> right. So I'm going to be hibernating. And then normally, um, you know, I really kick off the, you know, March, April with a, and a solo exhibition. So. Got it. Well, that's awesome. Well, it has been wonderful yeah. chatting with you. It's it's everything that I knew it was going to be. <laughs> and I'm sure for anybody that is watching this live or watching the the, the rewind, um, if you have questions for Christy, make sure and put them mm -hmm. in the comments. Um, I know where to find her. So we can get questions answered. This has been tremendously um, inspirational, informational, um, knowing how you go through your process. I've learned a lot today, and I think that I know you fairly well. Yeah. So um, thank you for you're doing welcome. this. You're we, welcome. we really appreciate you and your your friendship and business, and, and we love being a piece of your puzzle. Yeah, you know, how you, it's important. You know, you're you you're a very important part of that piece. Awesome. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Make sure and hit that subscribe button. Check us out on Instagram, um, at Pro, and then also whcc.com to find all your product details and information. And like I said, if you have questions, make sure and put them in the comments. We'll get them answered for you. Until next time, we enjoyed having you, and we will see you back here 